Welcome back to the podcast. We are here on a lovely Saturday that we're going to enjoy before the weather turns to shit. Well, I mean, it might not turn totally terrible. Yeah, it's supposed to snow. Possibly already. And I am very much not a fan of it snowing. I've said it before. I'll say it again probably till the day I die. Snow should stay on Mauna Kea where it belongs. Oh, my God. But, yes, um, we are back. I am one of your hosts, Felicia, a.k.a. VVJ up in this bitch. You're going to make me have to cut out a whole bunch of silence, and then you're suddenly going to burst in and be obnoxious, aren't you? A gram. <laughs> a gram. Along with the other. <laughs> with the other. <laughs> you're so lucky I don't have a camera sir, to take a, a picture of AKA your face. Graham. I can't even hold it in. Your face is just so like. <laughs> and it's that kind of like childish glee of I'm going to be obnoxious to my husband. Yes, because he has, edits the podcast. But yes, along with the other podcasts. <laughs> you got to edit all this. The other co-host, Graham, a.k.a. So reads a lot in his bitch. See, I'm done now. Mm-hmm. Well, I am, because that's our intro. So, yes, welcome back to the pod. So, this week was just a normal work week for us, but some interesting stuff happened. I have to take a certified pool operator class, and I've been working on it for the past week because there's like eight lessons in it. And it just reminds me of the level ones and like level twos where you had to do all the stuff before you like do the class, like the modules and stuff for like the biomechanics. And like they're not bad or anything, but there was like two or three um, like parts of it that had to deal with math and conversions. I was like, oh, my God, I don't think I would even have to do that because the pool's there (laughs) and all the math would be done for me. I would just have to basically say, oh, I need this much chemical and it's all automated. So I would just push a button well it it makes sense for them teaching you because it's it's theoretically it's like if you walk up to a pool and you know how deep it is how wide it is and what the angles are um this is how you calculate the volume but yeah for for you it and i i understand why for the training people are like okay you gotta do all this stuff so we can prove that we taught it to you but yeah you go up there it's like this pool no this the school note, they've already done the math. They know precisely what the volume is on everything. And if uh, you know somebody in the past has probably done the math for exactly how much uh, sodium whatever you need to dump in to change the whatever value by a sufficient amount. But yeah, we were sitting there doing all this. I mean, it wasn't it was it was not difficult math. It was complicated math. It was annoying. I hate math. But after that, it was like eight modules, and it was pretty much easy. There's a lot of stuff on, like, hepatitis, and keep it. I was like, shouldn't this already be a thing? Like, like here, corrosion and all this. I was like, oh, God. But, yeah, I did that, and I have to sit in a class from 8 a.m. to, like, 3 p.m. on Wednesday. So, I'm not looking forward to that. And it's Zoom, so, but uh, hopefully I'll be done. And the test, they said, is, like, 8 to 10 hours. But what? they said, yeah. <laughs> they said... I don't know. Well, there was eight modules and they're about like 45 minutes an hour a piece because he was like, there's, you have to finish the eight to 10 hour like online course. And I don't think it was even that long. So wait a minute. The test is as long as the course. I don't know. I feel like they should just take a few questions of each thing and be done. It should be like under 50 questions, honestly. Take like five questions from like eight modules. How much is that? What? 
that would be 40 questions. Yeah, that's all I need, mm-hmm. to be honest. And then you have the book. Right. So. And it's and this is definitely not a course that you're intended to be able to snap off from memory. Like, this is a course that you very No, much, I'll be certified for, like, five years. It's like every five years you have to recertify. But, I mean, in terms of, like, well, I guess the part about what you do if somebody poops in the pool. Like, I mean, that's something you kind of yeah, have Yeah, that was weird. That was, that was weird, but, I mean, it is part of the job. That is something you would need to kind of know reflexively. Be like, oh, someone's got pooped in the pool. This is what I need to do. Okay, so that falls. But, like, for the... How many, Tell them to wash a dusty ass and your ass should have been in the pool to begin with. Or, But the ones that's like, how much of every specific chemical to put in the pool, that's not something anyone's going to walk off to you and be like, now, we need to raise the PPM by one. Exactly how much of this material we need to put in. No, no, that's not going to happen. That's going to be, okay, we need to, you, you do the test, you figure out, okay, we need to change these values, and then you do some math, which... I mean, even if you knew it by heart, I'd feel there would still be a desire to refer back to the text to be like, I remember this correct. And the, and the fact, and this was this just a reminder of how much of a pain in the neck the imperial system is. And I keep running into it at work, too, because, you know, it's all engineering stuff. But it's like, all right, so now you've calculated how many gallons it is, how many fluid, upside-down, left-handed ounces of drams of fluid do you need? It's just, ugh. Ugh. Oh my god! But yes, anyway, I gotta sit through that, and um, I'm hoping I get in this level three class. So it's like another prestigious thing. So I'm on the wait list. So I emailed the person and see if I can get in. But uh, there's like no women in the class. So <laughs> I was like, uh, we need some more representation in there. So uh, let's uh, let's open it up. And I said they should have like at least five spots open to women to make it more appealing because there's not a lot of women in coaching because um, when I was job searching, uh, when I was talking to Larry about it, um, there was a job opening up at was it Texas or something. Uh, Houston, Houston, because uh, the coach was a woman and she was about to start a family. So she's like, oh, I can't coach anymore. And like that's the issue is like. A lot of people have to decide between a family and like coaching because coaching takes up a lot of time. So, and I was like, well, we don't have any kids. We just have a dog mm-hmm. and he's lazy, but like he can be home by himself. You can't leave a baby in a crate. You'll be in jail. Well, the other, the other thing is that it's a little, and it's a cultural thing. It's unfair that there's this expectation of when a family starts in, at least in a heterosexual relationship, that the woman will then cease her career to raise the family. It's like there's two people available. Yeah, but it's like, well, the women have to have it. It's like you're out for a, for a little bit because of, you know, birthing a whole human is a a lot. <laughs> Your body like oh. stretches and rips as a whole lot. So like, oh, I'm not saying that if there you shouldn't. decide to have one like it. It sucks because there's not a lot of women in coaching. When we go to this. um, What is it? Conference thing. Uh, there's like a seminar for like women coaches, which is good to have, but there's just not enough. And I remember Larry told me, he's like, oh, because women are too smart to be into coaching because the hours are long to pay is crap. And I was like, yeah. And it's just a heavily, heavily male dominated field. Like, like at, even at the school that I'm at, there is a lot of men. There's, there's only like three women coaches. A lot of the women that work there do like administrative work. That's where I see a lot of the women at. I don't see barely in our building at all well I'm, I'm not saying that there shouldn't be maternity leave paternity leave in that element i'm just saying that like you know yes you're it's a major 
frankly, it's a major medical procedure. So yeah, it makes sense that physically, physiologically, there need to be some recovery time. And then also you, there's a new human in the world, probably for some adjustment, but it's like there's a difference between, okay, you know, you gave birth to a child, you're going to be out medically for some amount of time, and then you'll return to work and you'll continue your career. But then that's, but I'm glad it's not an issue that I'll have to confront because you don't have to have a baby, but yeah, so yeah. that like that's the problem is like it's like you have to choose, which kind of sucks. It's like why can't I do both? Like why can't I be like you know? It's like a businesswoman. It's like well, did she wait too long to have kids? And it's like why can't you do both? Like mm-hmm. have a kid and be a business. Um, Angelica Pickles, her mom, she was a badass bitch. She was a boss. I think I don't even know what her dad did. He was like a little bitch. <laughs> She was like always wearing that power suit and she was just like a boss and she had Angelica. She's like, don't let a man tell you this. And this is like in the nineties, like don't let a man ever tell you. They didn't really say that, but that's kind of her attitude. She was always on the phone working, but she, she had like, you know, Angelica, even though Angelica was like horrible and mean to the babies, even though she was only like a couple years older, but yeah, like that, like you could work and be a working mom and be a mom. I will also point out that whatever pickles, because I didn't watch the show because I didn't watch TV, is not actually a real person. Is in fact a cartoon character. Yes, this is true, but they made it work. Whatever pickles. Ah, what was it? not Cynthia was the doll. I cannot remember her mom's name at all. But whatever. She always had like um the little like skirt and then like the blazer. Like that was like because you know cartoon characters they only wear like one thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that was like her outfit. But anyway, yeah, so hopefully I can get into that level three and that'll be in December and I'll be able to go out to Chula Vista and also be able to train with Larry. So that'd be nice. Hopefully nicer weather. So that'd be really great. So waiting to hear back from that and I'll let you guys know because level three is like the highest and at least for USATF. So and the last time Larry told me they had a class was 12 years ago. So and when they opened this up, it filled up within like six hours for the throws uh, and everything is like waitlisted. So hopefully get in because I do want more women in coaching because they need us diversity because not, you know, the people have different stuff to offer. So but that's pretty much what I'm going to be doing this week. Oh, and possibly playing uh, Mario Wonder. So I just got that. It's fun. I like it. Mario's always fun. I got Frostpunk, and I've been playing that, and it is enjoyable, but in a lot of ways it isn't fun, because I'm constantly watching my people freeze to death. That sounds like a personal problem. And we have a massive storm coming that I do not think we are going to survive. I think all these people are going to die slow, freezing deaths. With that being said, um... (laughs) And it's going to start stone out here. What, um... We were talking about, like, what we wanted to get each other for Christmas this year, because, like, the past few years, you know, was easy, because we were right next to, like, mom and, uh, like, your parents and stuff like that, and it was kind of like, oh, what do we need to get? And this year, we're like, what do you want? <laughs> and I'm like, I mean, we both have jobs, so we can get literally anything, but I was like, I want a PlayStation 5. For one, it'll help out with both of us, because we do both like playing PlayStation. It's fun. Secondly, they stopped making PlayStation 4 games, and now I'm annoyed because now I can't get any of the games I want on PlayStation 4 anymore because they're like, all right, it's been out for like 
three or four years at this point and oh look we're finally got them in stores like i went to our local like walmart and they had like three playstation fives with like the discs like the physical disc i was like oh that's the one i want because i like having hard copies of my games because i own it and when i hate digital like downloading it i don't like it because i feel like you don't own it and if i want to ever trade it in if i'm like i played it like 20 million times i can trade it in and get like at least a dollar for it but anyway i saw like that and then there was like 10 xbox ones <laughs> so i'm like okay so we are actually getting stuff now so i was talking to Graham. i was like can we just get a playstation 5 for christmas <laughs> so yeah yeah i think we will and definitely get an extra controller and so we can get because i looked at, i was like i didn't even know the new assassin's creed came out for the simple fact that i can't play it because i don't have a playstation 5 but i'm glad now it's finally like rolled out enough. I know it's going to be backlogged on Christmas. So that's why I'm like, should I just buy it before Christmas and just put it in the closet, not play it, wrap it up just like I did with uh, my, uh, was it the sound bar we here a couple years ago? We went to the store to get it because it was on sale and Graham forgot his wallet. So I had to pay for my own gift. I he wrapped it though. I took it up to the, I, we selected it together. I took it up to the counter with your card and then paid for it. Although you were still nearby for if they went, excuse me, sir, you do not look much like a Felicia. Also, we were in a community that there was a decent chance. I'll be like, oh, are you Felicia Johnson, the Olympian? So, yeah. Yes. Me, white man is Olympian now. But so, yeah, I think that's what we're going to do. And we're going to get, you know, I saw they had it at Costco. When we were there. They had the bundle, which I feel like makes sense because you get a game and you get an extra controller. You save a little bit instead of having to buy because a controller now, instead of like 40 bucks, I think they're like 50 or 60. So they're, everything's gone up and video games like themselves are like 60 or 70 bucks now for PlayStation 5 because, you know, better graphics, but only if you have the proper TV. Like we don't have the super high res. Like this TV is like how old now? We had it since we were in Effingham. So it's like probably like almost 10 years old probably at this point because i bought it in 2014 mm-hmm. 15 no 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 it was after the limit so 20 like 17 it was like when we moved in there so how many is that's like seven or eight years ago yes so yeah it's every as soon as we walked out of the store it was already obsolete so yeah it we're not going to have the highest resolution of graphics unless we buy like a hd 4k tv and i'm not spending like a grand but with that being said, we're getting a PlayStation 5 for Christmas. <laughs> so, because I was like, what else do you really want? Like, I, I don't really, we got, I got you. I can get you more notepads or pins, but. Uh, yeah, I don't really know. Because I, I did want a Lego set that was basically the same price of the PlayStation 5. But I was like, I'll get more use out of the PlayStation 5 right now than that Lego set. And I was like, maybe for my birthday, my 35th birthday, maybe I'll get that Lego set. Maybe. By myself, I got a job with benefits, 401k. That's right, I'm an adult. I didn't know how to fill out some of those forms. I was nervous. Because <laughs> I was like, I never had to fill these out before. I never had like a real job. <laughs> so I was like, what is this? That lady is probably looking at me like, bitch, the hell? You don't know what this is? Like, I was like, what do I put here? But yeah. Some of the paperwork. 
Yeah, it was just some. It was like the tax form because I was like, I wanted more taxes taken out, <laughs> like extra taxes, and then something for the. I think it was an IR. I've never had that before. You can't front me on that. I've never had like a retirement thing and or I an IRA. So now, <laughs> ass. No, I was saying some in the sense of <laughs> what do you mean just some? Yeah, just some jerk. So yes, PlayStation Five. And then I'm going to have to spend more money on it because I want it to be black because all my consoles are black. And I'm going to go on dbrand and get the little shelf things. Or actually, PlayStation finally started making them because they're like, oh, we're tired of these third parties making our money Mm -hmm. off of them. They actually sued dbrand. They had to change up um, their, uh, like, how they were doing it because they were like, this is too close to our, like, branding. They're like, okay, we'll just change this one little thing and then we can still sell it because, yeah. That's how this works. So I'm probably going to get like the little white covering. I'll probably slap, uh, get some black skins or something like that. Yeah. Or I mean, the other thing with the skins too, is you could get something cooler or not skins. They're the plastic, yeah, the plastic ones, not skins. You know what? I'm just looking up. We've got that Lauren Brown, maybe not that Lauren Brown print, but we could get, you know, we could see if we could, because they're just basically screen. No, I just wanted the, uh, it's not like a printed skin. It's like the shell. Yeah. The shells. No, but I'm saying that we could get, I mean, we could, we could go out, we could go outside of your comfort zone, Felicia. We could get something interesting. Yeah, I don't want to talk to people. I'm just going to get a straight black and that's it. But you wouldn't have to talk to people. I've already decided. Look at, you see that PlayStation down there? You see my other PlayStation black. Do you see that CD? Black. Do you see that DVD case down there? What DVD case? The, v, the VCR down there? What VCR? We don't have a VCR. Now you're just making things up. That phonograph? That's for haunted houses. Anyway, so yes, um, I'm probably going to have to spend like another $50 to get the little shells that, that are black. But that'll you? be it for that. I mean, I'll probably keep it white for a while, but I would rather, as soon as I get it, I would probably, as soon as I buy that, I'll go online. Because, you know, Black Friday, everybody's going to have... Um, sales. So I will probably just go on dbrand and or PlayStation and order them off there. So, but yeah, getting our game back up because we're gonna be here for Thanksgiving, Christmas, every holiday. <laughs> so because it is right now, I looked up prices to go back home and it would be like a thousand dollars, which doesn't seem like a lot, but I'm like we would be gone for like the equivalent of two days we would spend more time traveling to get there and i'm like not worth it i'll save the money and buy a playstation sorry mom sorry mr <laughs> bye <laughs> sorry whitney <laughs> i'd rather have a playstation bye <laughs> no i'm just kidding i would rather see them but i also i'd rather save all those days so i could come down in the summertime where the pool is open and we could maybe spend like two weeks there that would be great and also get my sushi I want that sushi place. I know you do. Well, are you are you going to officially announce your um, possible presidency run? Yes, I have one more year. No, I was going to say your uh, promotion for your athletes if they make nationals. Oh yeah, because um, nationals is actually in Marion, which is where Indiana Wesleyan is. So NAIA nationals are there in Marion, which is like. 30 minutes away from Anderson. And I was like, we have to drive through. Like we can go there and swing that like for nationals. It's like, 
If I have people go to nationals, we are definitely going to that sushi place. All you can eat? Coach would love that too. Oh, it's only like 27 bucks. I'm like, everything's so cheap here after being out here for so long. And you get all the sashimi. Oh, it, that'd be a great group to go with. So that'd be awesome. I should invite uh, Coach Huffman. Be like, come with us. It's fun. You could. Everybody come over here. Free food. Yeah. So we went to Anaconda today. We did. And it's only 30 minutes away. It's like another little split town, like straight down the road. Literally, you drive and then you're in town because the interstate leads just in town. And it it was an interesting little town. There's really not much there, really, except for a whole bunch of deer. Apparently, just deer live there. We saw like four deer no, just chilling. Yeah, there was a group of four deer just chilling out next to one of the apartment buildings. When we went by a school that's been abandoned for a while, there was we're still going back and forth about whether or not this was a fake deer because it looked extremely real, but it also didn't move at all. And we're talking it didn't blink. That's what really got. Because one of the deer's, one of the things deer do to hide is they hold extremely still. And we're like, hmm, hmm. And then we saw another group of like six deer just wandering around. Oh, I thought you were going to say something else. I don't. But yes, I w- we got to go back there and see if that deer is still sitting there. I was like, okay. It didn't look, it didn't look real. And then we were like, oh. And they were like, oh, those are real. Because we were like, saw the ears move. Because there was like another statue of a deer. I was like, who's putting these out here? Why would you want these? But yeah, they were just chilling like a gang of people. Like, and they were like, hey, yeah, what up, homie? Yeah, we just chilling, chilling. Yeah. It looked like a mom and like two babies, baby. So yeah, there was just a whole bunch of deer. And I was like, what? I wish these were moose. That'd be more fun. Mm-hmm. Well, in that case, everybody would probably, and their mama would be out in town. Be like, there's a moose down on like Locust Street. Get out of here. Baffle, get the camera. I don't know. There are a bunch of moose around. They, they might be just hiding because moose are really dangerous. I mean, I would have looked at it from a distance. I know we're not safe in our car. I'd be like, Graham, back up. <laughs> That's why when I remember when we saw those moose here, I was like, mm, I ain't getting that close. I'll look at it from a distance, but I ain't getting that close. <laughs> but we did eat at this nice little restaurant, Obella's. Excuse me. You have to cut that. <laughs> But okay, we did eat at this nice restaurant, Obella's, mm-hmm. which is like this. It's kind of a very small restaurant. There's maybe like thirty booths total, forty mm-hmm. something like that. And their breadsticks, they were like, "You should get the breadsticks; they're really good." And we're like, "Okay, let's go there." So we got the breadsticks and fried mozzarella. And breadsticks, they weren't lying; they were really good. And the mozzarella was also very yes, good. Yes, the. Yeah, it was it was really good. That's apparently, according to one of those tracking websites, there's 17 restaurants in Anaconda, and it is number one. And it actually was very good. Um, I had what I have? Oh, bruschetta. I had chicken bruschetta. Yeah, it was a house special or something that day, or for today. And, and I got the chicken parm. Yeah, and it was really good. Enjoyed it. Uh, it was, but it is like surprisingly small considering how much space there is around it. Oh, I thought you were talking about the food. Like, I, we were looking at the, like, mine came in, like, this little, it looked like, you know, the cookies, the, like, you know, the gooey chocolate chip cookies they put in a cast iron skillet. That's what it came in. And I was like, this might not be enough. But surprisingly, 
it was very filling. Like the chicken breast was pretty big, and you know it had enough pasta under it. Cause I I'm full, and it's like five o'clock now. I might be a little hungry later, but like that was actually pretty full. We had like a early dinner and a late lunch, but yeah, I'd definitely go back there again, at least for the breadsticks. Those are pretty. <laughs> yes, those were very good breadsticks, and they were kind of this neat uh, twisted. The, they basically took the dough in two pieces and twisted it around, which is kind of neat. Yeah, they were really good. Way Graham better had than a salad. Yeah, I did. Way better than Olive Garden's infinite breadsticks. Yeah, they're not that great. Fazoli's used to have good breadsticks too, but I remember they used to charge for them. I, I probably said that on the podcast before they they started like in order to get endless breadsticks, you have to pay twenty five cents. And I was like, I think I'm grade school or something. And me and Annie would always go there. She was like. 25 cents i was like that's a huge jump for free it is. then they cut it and then you just like you can get as many but they stopped having a person come out and serve them because when you ate in there because it was like a fast casual like you sit there and have little ambiance and fazolis i don't know what they look like inside now i can't tell you the last time i've been in fazolis but we used to go there for like christmas eve but um, they used to have a person, oh, would you, it, it'd sometimes be like, you know, the old person at like Chick-fil-A, like that little old lady, like, oh, she's all cute. She goes, but can I take your tray for you? Or would you like some more lemonade? You know, that. They're like, oh, would you like some more breadsticks? She's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, here's one. You're like, keep, keep going. It, 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 two for the both of you. Just, just leave the basket. Just leave the basket. But uh, yeah, now, then you had to go up and get them, which, I mean, wasn't that big of a deal, but you're just like. You know, things change. I don't know how their breadsticks taste now. I, like I said, have been to Fazoli's. I am a bread connoisseur, if you will. And their bread was actually really good. Yeah, that was, um, I was did a bunch of exploring around Anaconda. Similar story to Butte, probably because a lot of it was dependent on the ore coming out of Butte for, they would ship a whole bunch of stuff over there for smelting and other service. So it's, um, also going through the population retraction. Well, I don't know if it's retracted anymore. I think it's probably retracted all the way it would. We were going to go to the, there's a couple historic sites there. One of which is the old smokestack from the, one of the smelters that was the biggest, not biggest, tallest masonry structure in the world when it was built in, I think like 1918. And it's huge. You can see that thing forever. But the space around it was closed because they're doing some sort of work or something out there. Also, we would have had to walk up towards it, and you know that's just not that's just not going to happen. Yeah, I was not feeling walking t- today, and it was closed, so that yeah, that, that made my yeah. decision a lot better. Yeah, uh, pretty neat though. And then there, and it's another place like Butte where there's a whole bunch of re- remediation going on. It's surrounded. I presume it's surrounded by tailings or some sort of wastage and. It's those very clearly obvious massive banks of earth with just some grass clinging to it. So something to to treat it. I heard a guy talking about back in the 80s, the creek around here used to be straight green from all the chemicals in it. So, yeah. So I don't know where we're going to explore next because once it starts, I'm trying, we're trying to explore like, not only in town but just like around the surrounding areas and like you know anaconda was like 30 minutes away but every other surrounding city is like an hour so um before it gets to like winter time we're like okay let's get out and like see these towns before it gets cold and i'm like i don't want to leave my house i'm just gonna be in a little cocoon like i'm not leaving 
<laughs> be like, good luck, Graham. Have fun out there. Just the wind blow. <sighs> and next week we have a, well, I have a football game. I have, it's the last home game. They did lose today. I was like, dang. It was like 21-28, so it's going to be all sad and depressing <laughs> on Monday, I feel like, because they lost. And I don't know what their chances are making the playoffs now. So, because I think that was a conference game. So, hopefully they can make it in. They were seven and something last year. So, hopefully they can just finish it out. I think they have like three more games left. One more home game and then like two road games. So hopefully they can finish it out and make the playoffs. That that make a good, nice, good story, and hopefully make it pretty far because the team's not bad. I, I okay. he hasn't seen the team, but you, like, you, okay. they work it and stuff. So it's a football team. I don't pay attention to football teams. But yes, I, I was like, dang, I thought they might be able to at least tie it up and go into overtime. But yeah, or at least get a field goal on that last possession, but. Hopefully they win the last home game. That'll be good. And hopefully it's not cold so people actually show out. Because they said one game was like snowing last year. I was like, oh, well, hopefully they ain't this game. So, this week, instead of watching Meg 2, which you heard Graham ramble about because he hated it. And it I didn't think so it was that bad. bad. It was so bad. Okay, calm down. Calm down. We're not doing that again. We watched... The new Goosebumps series. And we're going to talk about at least the first episode. So, I am a Goosebumps fan. I don't think I necessarily read the books. I think I watched the show. And I know, like, the Goosebumps came out when I was, like, four or something like that. Four or five. So, you know, Scholastic Book Fair, up and popping. Best day of the year. Your mom give you, like, 20 bucks. You're like, I'm rich. And you go in there bawling. You're like, ha ha, look at you broke asses. You ain't got no money. And your mom's like, well, these are books for kids. That's when I got into Captain Underpants. And she was annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> because she's like, because you know, she'd be like, oh, well, you shoot. We'd have a little sheet of paper. And it like show you some of the books had covers and other ones didn't. And then I'd be like, this book looks like fun. It just had a naked bald man in underpants. It's like, that looks like fun. <laughs> And she didn't, I guess she didn't, wasn't paying attention. She's just like, how much are all the books? So, you know, you get, you hand them their sheet and sometimes you can buy the extras. And I came home and I was, and my mom was like, well, let's see the books you got. She goes, oh God. <laughs> I just looking at your face. Well, thing too is I never got anything at Classic Book Fair. That show was actually, uh, Classic Book Fair was like the best day for me. I loved it because I had toys just going there. I'm like, yes, books, fun. And you got to get out of class. So that was also the best part. They're like, okay, uh, your turn. You guys' turn to go to the book fair. You're like, yes. And you felt bad for the kids that d- didn't get to go. But you're like, I get out of class. Bye. <laughs> well, Mom saw those books. And, and dad was just like, ah. <laughs> he was like, ah, it looks like fun. And mom's like, oh, God. <laughs> but I got, like, huge into Captain Underpants. And now they have, like, a spinoff. And they have more spinoffs. They had a TV show and a movie. Like, they got pretty big. So it all started, like, 20-something years ago at this point. But it was a fun little book. So with that being said, Goosebumps also had books. I, like I said, I don't think I read them. But I watched the series. And 
they said well we, i saw a post from whitney that said like this goosebump series is actually pretty good because you know set in modern they got cell phones all this stuff is like set in 2023 and i guess there's a through line so the first episode was say cheese and die mm-hmm. and it well there's definitely a through line because they didn't finish say cheese they didn't finish say cheese die story in it they yeah, that's like the through line is like the haunted guy's camera. That's kind of working it. But I'll get oh, into the plot. But um, the uh, I was like, this theme song better be popping. Hopefully, when Graham gets to this part, he can put in a little snippet, like at least five seconds of the Goosebumps theme song, at least the music. Because mm-hmm. it was like, dun, 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 dun. that theme song was bumping. I was like, yeah, Goosebumps. Yeah, that was the theme song for Goosebumps. And of course, we don't take Bowie's collar off and he's sneezing. Are you done? I guess he's not done. <laughs> Are you done been, now? That couldn't have been more perfect if he tried. Now he's just looking around. Are you done? I'm trying to talk about Goosebumps' bumping theme song. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyway. But yes, hopefully he put it in because that song was bumping. This one. It just had like the title, and I was like, oh, I was like, you got at least. I would have accepted like a rapper doing something. And of course, they had that in the end. <laughs> and I was like, oh, there's a rapper. I was waiting for it. But this is like a new modern. It's like a horror. I would suggest a horror comedy. It does have better effects, which, I mean, yeah. it was the 90s. Some I'd, of those effects I'd, were I'd, say, I'd say no. I, th- I think it's more of a straight, a straight horror. There are comedic elements. But they're, I don't, it's not really a comedy, like a horror comedy in my mind is more of like a hybrid of the horror genre and the, um, in my mind, horror comedy is more of a hybrid of, you have horror elements and comedy elements they're together and that's the whole movie. This, I think, is like a lot of horror shows, horror media that has comedy in it to help make it more horrific. Well, apparently it's under comedy. So, yes, but the I first mean, I'm not saying it's like super scary. It's still definitely intended as a kid show. Yeah. So the first episode was Say Cheese and Die. And it Disney, I guess, owns the rights to Goosebumps because what does Disney not own at this point? Um, but it's weird because on Netflix, Netflix had Goosebumps, but they took off like the like everything but the specials so it has like the haunted mass one two and like the uh, uh, oh so you weren't done sneezing you're done now if you hear any weird sneeze sounds for the rest of this podcast it's bowing sneeze yes so yeah i don't know how like i said before streaming works they have all the specials and then the goosebumps like original series is just gone i thought that disney would put it up on theirs which I'm surprised they didn't, but they just basically revamped it, and now this is what we have. So, the first episode, and say cheese and die. In 1993, high school loner Harold Biddy mysteriously dies in a house fire. In 2013, Mr. Brett inherits Biddy House, moves to town with a job as a high school English teacher. Star high school quarterback Isaiah and his girlfriend Allison use Biddy House for their Halloween party. Isaiah finds a Polaroid camera in the basement where Harold died and takes a photo of Allison and Margaret, her his neighbor of childhood friend. 
When he saves Margaret from an allergic reaction he saw her having in the photo, he realized the camera depicts future bad things that will happen to the people in the photos. His photo shows him a badly broken arm. Show enough. They didn't say that. It said sure enough, but I'm going to say show enough because, yeah. Show enough, Isaiah breaks his arm at the game after hallucinating a football field full of burning monsters. Nora, a classmate mother, sees the monsters as well and warns Isaiah's father that Biddy has returned to punish their kids for what they, what what they the parents did to him at home. Brat is possessed by, uh, yeah. Brat is possessed by Harold Spirit. So in this episode, basically, they kind of um, introduce the main character, which is like I'm surprised they did football and not like lacrosse because that's like the big thing now is like they switch up football for lacrosse. I was thinking about it too because we've talked about it before and it, and I before I said I think it was the, the goal is to kind of use the jockey archetype without using football considering how much damage has been proven to do. I think part of it for this one may have been the it's even though it's set the even though the main part of the show is set in the modern era. I remember specifically 2023, but it's it's in the 2020s. It's, it's de- 2023. Oh, it was. It's definitely meant to still be evoking a certain amount of nostalgia, like some of the some of the fashion, some of the themes, the fact that a big part of this movie was set in kind of the classic old creepy house. Uh, because that's a staple of horror. <laughs> you no, need an old creepy house. But also, it's still like the old creepy house you would have seen in the original Goofsbump. It's, it's not like an old creepy house, like an 1800s house. It's like a 1940s house. I will say, uh, in the original Goosebumps and like any, you know, kids show, like uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark, the parents would always just be gone. And I'm like, what are these parents doing here? Being at things. They're always supposed to be out on a date or have to work or one of them just doesn't exist. They're like, your father's gone somewhere. And it's like, what? (laughs) So, yeah, there was actual parents there. So that's a flip. (laughs) And it starts off with like, you know, the the jock being like the cool kid. He like is befriended. Then there is a gay character in here. I actually thought that. um... Which I did not care. I did not care, but I thought they did a pretty good job of they. It's uh, they did a pretty good job of still doing the. Again, this show is meant to be like new but nostalgic, but they still did kind of like, they basically took the classic boy who's in love with a girl and is is trying to work on her and everything else, and they just made it a boy who's in well not in love, but you know, boy is all over and it's just another boy and ooh, you know, like I thought that yeah, it was representation it, matters, people. So yeah, they have like, um, what's his girlfriend who seems passive aggressive? She kind of is because I thought this was actually pretty good that they, that they, like what they were developing is our main character has a female best friend who they do. I thought they did a really good job of developing. These two have been friends forever and it's like classic. He and her live across the street from each other. And they've just been, they've been friends forever, and there's apps, and I think they do a good job in showing the show. There's no romantic interest or tension between the two of them. They're just... Uh, there is. They both kind of like each other, and she knows it. That's why she's jealous. <laughs> well, they, but they don't, but what I'm saying is, like, 
it's kind of there, but it's also like, is it a romantic thing or is it also just that they're good friends? I mean, there's, well, thing is it's complex enough for both interpretations, I think, which is kind of surprising for a Goosebumps show. And then, yeah, so there's, there's enough there so that it doesn't completely feel like the girlfriend is out of left field. Like, because a lot of times you'll see it done where it's like you, the two characters together and there's absolutely no romantic chemistry, even worse, no chemistry between the actors. But this one's like, there's just enough there to make you like, eh, and then you, and you put your mind in a teenage head and it's like, oh, absolutely. Like, oh, okay. Yes. But I was trying to get to like, you know, we just got like a small summary. I was trying to get through like what uh, the actual was in the actual episode. So she's getting cyber bullied. Uh, the jock's girlfriend Allison is getting cyber bullied and like it they have to move her party because she's like I'm the ni- literally the nicest person I invited everyone and we find out later in the episode that basically he's failing what English or something and I was like first of all that's what I hate about like I was a student athlete in like high school and middle school and a lot of this stuff would not exist if you're like the star athlete, they're going to make sure you're passing your classes. First of all, they wouldn't put you in like, I remember in college, they wouldn't put you in a class that uh, the teachers hated student athletes. And I'm pretty sure in high school, and this was like a super small, it looks like it's like a Washington, like a Forks, Washington from like Twilight. Like it's one of those little small towns. Like everybody would know this kid and they'd be like, look, you need to keep your grades up and we're going to make sure you go into class. So he's like failing. And if he doesn't get like an A on this test, he can't play on Friday. So, um, uh, Margaret helps him cheat so he could pass his test to play. And they move the party to the haunted house and they go into the house, you know, setting it up and everything. And Margaret's there. She's like, Oh, I thought the party started at such and such. She goes, and Allison goes, well, you know, all the cool kids know you show up an hour late. And I'm like, okay, whatever. So the lights go off once as soon as they turn the music on. And they're like, oh, I think the breaker's like downstairs in the basement. And they can't open the door. And then it just opens up by itself. And I'm like, nope. This is where I was like, there's two black characters. We just saw the blackening. We are not going down there. What? <laughs> and his best friend was like, I'm not going down there. And then Margaret's like, I'll go with you. And she's like, oh, no, no you ain't going either. She's like, I know what you're trying to do. Allison's like, nah, nah, nah. He and he goes down by himself. He finds the camera, and the lights turn back on. And they're like, oh, you found the break? He's like, no, I found this though. Takes a picture, and it shows Allison getting like attacked or something. Yeah, I don't remember specifically. And then he takes a picture of um, Margaret, and it shows her like having the EpiPen. And he's trying to tell them like basically this camera's haunted. And he tries to tell his best friend, and he's like, okay, let me see it. Takes a picture of him. He's like, oh. What'd you do that for? Because he, he spooked his best friend who then drove his car into a concrete barrier. Yeah, and... Which another which was, was another detail so I was surprised with this is that it was... He was going slow and it was clearly all he would have done is scratched up his fender. Not even his fender, his, his the cover. and it was, But it was so like... It, it felt like a really appropriate... He's like, like, oh, oh my God! God. <laughs> and you're like, dude, you just scraped your fender. What the hell? Um, but yeah, it shows him like bone out like there is some gore in this which i was like oh okay all right we're doing stuff and they're swearing disney doesn't usually do a lot of swearing at if any but disney's busting out and stuff so there is swearing in here i was like oh okay this ain't your mama's uh goosebumps <laughs> so <laughs> um yeah it shows him broken arm so he's like 
I don't want to play on Friday. I don't want to delay. But, you know, of course he has to play. He's like, and there's in the huddle. And he's like, what's the most important thing? He's like, and the team's like, to win. He's like, protect, protect the, the quarterback. quarterback. Protect the quarterback. <laughs> yeah. They're like, no, it's absolutely to win. He's like, no, it's protect the quarterback. Protect me. And that's when he starts, like, hallucinating and sees, like, the burning. And he sees the guy that he saw down in the basement. And he's trying to run away from, like, the hallucinations. And then, like, the other people just see him running around on the field. And they're like, what's going on? And he gets tackled, arm breaks, and it's basically going to be like six to eight months. He's like, what about my scholarship? I'm like, you definitely wouldn't be getting no scholarship now. They'd be like, nope, he can't play. <laughs> You're done. I like watching anything with student athletes with you in it because it's. I mean, that's kind of how it goes. Oh, but now they have those NL ideals, so you can sign like a waiver or something like that. But anyway, yeah. And his grades weren't good. I'm like, they're definitely not taking your ass. So. And then the episode ends with uh, the new teacher getting possessed. So he's um, the monster. And it's kind of one of those where I don't know if anybody saw the new, uh, was it Nightmare on Elm Street? Yeah, I don't know why you would have. It came out like 2013 or something like that. or It was terrible. But they basically were doing like, it's like, a, like it reminded me of Freddy Krueger's story of where he's like, well, now I'm going to torture your kids since you parents were mean to me. Kind of like that thing. So that's what's happening. They're, he, they're, seems like they're torturing the kids of the town because they tortured him. And he's yes. getting his revenge back from the dead. So that's kind of what the storyline is going to go through. As far as I know. And of course, it's going to have the R.L. Stein, you know, books of like the next episode is called The Haunted Mask, which that was probably the most scariest ones that freaked me out as a kid. Just because of, like, the little doll head that they had in there creeped me out. I don't know why. Like, now I can laugh at it, but back then I was like, I didn't want to watch it without Whitney. I'm like, Whitney, are you watching it? <laughs> like, anytime there was, like, something scary on, like, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Are You Afraid of the Dark had, like, the creepiest intro. It's still creepy. There was, like, creepy door sounds. Like, it was, it did good in his intro. And, uh, like, we used to watch it on SNCC at night and like sometimes mom and dad would be gone like grimace would work and then mom would be somewhere like asleep or something or out somewhere and i'd be like whitney you're coming she's like i'll be down in a minute i was like you have to be down now we're it's on i was like come on i'd be like standing in the middle of like the hallway of the stairs like come on it's on you have to watch it with me i don't want to watch it alone so yeah but now i love horror movies so i don't know what like flipped i'm just like oh this uh, it's not real so Graham doesn't like horror movies. He jumps at literally everything. Leave me alone. But yes, I I think it's going to be good. I'm enjoying it. Aside the fact that the intro ain't bumping, but I'll I'll let that slide. But I think they're doing a pretty good job. But I know it's just the first episode of like updating it and modernizing it, which is good. Um, Along with everything. So I wonder what next 90s obscure TV show they're going to update and reboot. Anything uh, they're going to uh, know Arthur just got off the air. They can't reboot Arthur. It was on for like how many years? It would be strange to reboot Arthur too, because I don't know of any. He never grew up, so there right. would be nothing to reboot. Yeah, <laughs> he was, was always no... like in third grade. Yeah, there was no real advancement. It'd be like rebooting Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I think we're going to keep watching it. We might watch it today or tomorrow, the next episode. But yeah, I, I don't have a Graham IDK. So Thank goodness. 
yeah, I don't feel like looking one up today. <laughs> I've been, it's been an exhausting week. I, I changed my practice schedule. I used to have practice at 5.45 in the morning and then 5.30. So it would be like 12 hours apart or something like that. And I was getting like no sleep. I was dead tired all the time. I would just sleep so much on the weekends. And now I, I just like, I can't do that anymore. So I have three practice times. I still have my 5.45 one. And then I have a 1.30 and a 3.30 just because like with how people's class schedules are, it's a very academic heavy school. So I, I looked through everybody's schedule and I was like, okay, these times will work. So those will be my times. And I actually get to eat dinner and not just have to go to sleep. <laughs> so that makes it so much better. I was like, oh, at five o'clock, I'm done. <laughs> I can go home and not have to be waiting another 30 minutes to just start practice, especially since now in the morning, like, it's just still dark outside. There is no sun anymore. It used to be like, oh, the sun's rising. Now it's just straight dark until like eight o'clock. And then it's starting to get dark at like six here. So winter is coming. Mm-hmm. Graham's not excited about it. I don't mm-hmm. really care. Mm-mm-mm. Because you know what? I'm going to keep my black ass inside when it's cold. Like we're not going to be throwing outside when it's freezing or negative like 42 degrees. And yeah, so. Oh. Before we go, we did buy pumpkins. Yes, we did. We were driving by some, it was an old gas station. Somebody had definitely did one of those things. They go and they bought one of those pallets full of pumpkins and just brought them in and set them up all over the place, a bunch of tables and stuff like that. And they were just, they had just written the price on the very top near the stem in a Sharpie. And when we came out, first we pulled up, we're like, there's nobody here. What is going on? And I got out and looked around a little bit and then she came out from his side and i was just like she's like oh and those was ones over there um you know i could take some money off of them because they don't have stems and people want stems and i immediately was just like we're buying from these i'm like mom would have mom would approve of this and i was waiting because i was like oh let me get my stuff together in the car so i didn't hear that until i was like oh that's why he's over here and i was like i didn't really care if they had stems or not because i'm like you're just gonna throw them away yeah halloween is like next week by the time you're listening to us it'll be like that tuesday so yeah so now we got pumpkins to carve and we can have little pumpkins our little decorations Mm -hmm. maybe i'll get an inflatable for christmas maybe maybe um and the other thing is this is another lady who's complimented your hair oh yeah there's another person that complimented my hair and it's not even like retwisted or anything (laughs) i was gonna retwist it next week so well by the time you're listening it's retwisting it today so yeah, like it's just like it's natural fuzziness right now. I need to retwist it at some point, but you know, just lazy because I do my own hair. It's it's a lot, <laughs> but yeah, I think that's the end of the episode. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, and also I was put in an awkward place by her complimenting your hair because I wanted to say nice things about your hair, but I thought it, you would get mad at me. Thank you for listening. I love your hair. Oh my god. Yes, follow us on all social medias, Fifi underscore J247 on Instagram, Twitter, Graham Mildrum on Instagram, Twitter for him, and follow the podcast, Instagram and Twitter, DYT Pod underscore, I believe. Send us some questions. We want to answer questions. Send us on at our email at damnyourtallpod at gmail.com or any of our DMs on social media. So Send us some questions. We do want to answer your questions. And Graham said he will literally answer anything. And I'm pretty sure he will literally answer anything. I will.
I, I, I will definitely look at those questions before he answers anything. Yes. Uh, and also, you can tell them to us in person. This is true. So, yes. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. We're going to go eat some ice cream now. Maybe carve our pumpkins. Okay. Bye. bye.